evil questioning had been found guilty by the court. So the doubters who were arrested in his home were brought in one by one. The election doubter was brought before the bar and found guilty. The vocation doubter was then called and set to the bar, and his indictment for substance was the same as the other, only he was particularly charged with denying the calling of Mansoul. The judge also asked him what he had had to say for himself, so he replied that he never believed that there was any such thing as a distinct and powerful call of God to Mansoul. Other than the general voice of the word, neither was that a call other than a universal exhortation for them to refuse evil and to do good. And in so doing, a promise of happiness is joined to them in the end. Then said the judge, you are a Diabolonian and have denied a great part of one of the most experiential truths of the prince of the town of Mansoul. For he has called, and she has heard a most distinct and powerful call from her Emmanuel, by which she has been made alive, awakened, and possessed with heavenly grace to desire to have communion with her prince, to serve him, and to do his will, and to look for her happiness merely from his good pleasure. And for your abhorrence of this good doctrine, you must die the death. Then the grace doubter was called and his indictment was read and he replied to it that though he was from the land of doubting, his father was the offspring of a Pharisee who lived in, a good, who lived in good behavior among his neighbors. His father taught him to believe that man's soul shall never be saved freely by grace. I believe it and will continue, he said. Then said the judge, why, the law of the prince is plain. First, negatively, not of works. And second, positively, by grace you have been saved. And your religion settles in and upon the works of the flesh. For the works of the law are the works of the flesh. Besides, in saying this as you have, you have robbed God of his glory and given it to a sinful man. You have robbed Christ of the necessity of his undertaking and its sufficiency and have given both these to the works of the flesh. You have despised the work of the Holy Ghost and have magnified the will of the flesh and of the legal mind. You are a Diabolonian, the son of a Diabolonian, and for your Diabolonian principles, you must die. The court then, having progressed this far with them, sent out the jury who immediately returned and found them guilty of death. Then the recorder stood up and addressed himself to the prisoners. You prisoners at the bar, you have been here indicted and proven guilty of high crimes against Emmanuel, our prince, and against the welfare of, famous, of the famous town of Mansoul, crimes for which you must be put to death and die accordingly. So they were sentenced to the death of the cross. The place assigned them for execution was where Diabolus drew up his last army against Mansoul. Old evil questioning, however, was hanged at the top of Bad Street, just outside his own door. When the town of Mansoul had rid themselves thus far of their enemies and of the troublers of their peace, a strict commandment was given immediately after 
that my Lord will be will, along with his band diligence, search for and do his best to apprehend what town Diabolonians were still left alive in Mansoul. The names of several of them were Mr. Fooling, Mr. Let Good Slip, Mr. Slavish Fear, Mr. No Love, Mr. Mistrust, Mr. Flesh, and Mr. Sloth. It was also commanded that he should apprehend Mr. Evil Questioning's children, which he left behind him, and that they should also demolish the house. The children he left behind were these, Mr. Doubt, who was his eldest son, and his younger siblings were Legal Life, Unbelief, Wrong Thoughts of Christ, Clip Promise, Carnal Sense, Live by Feeling, and Self-Love. All these he had by one wife, and her name was No Hope. She was the kinswoman of old incredulity, for he was her uncle, and when her father, old Dark, was dead, he took her and brought her up. When she was marriageable, incredulity gave her to this old evil questioning to wife. Now the Lord Wilbewill executed his commission with great diligence, his man. He took fooling in the, in the streets and hanged them up in Wantwit Alley, just outside his own house. This fooling was he who would have had the town of Mansoul deliver up Captain Credence into the hands of Diabolus, provided that then he would have withdrawn his force out of the town. He also took Mr. Let Good Slip one day as he was busy in the market and executed him according to law. Now, there was an honest poor man in Mansoul whose name was Mr. Meditation, one of no great account in the days of apostasy, but now quite reputable with the best of the town. This man, therefore, they were willing to prefer. Now, Mr. Let Good Slip formerly had a great deal of wealth in Mansoul. And at Emmanuel's coming, it was seized for the use of the prince. This wealth was now given to Mr. Meditation in order to improve the common good and after him to his son, Mr. Thinkwell. This Thinkwell, Meditation had by Mrs. Piety, his wife, who was the daughter of Mr. Recorder. After this, my Lord apprehended Clip Promise, now, because he was a notorious villain, for by his doings much of the king's coin was abused, therefore he was made a public example. He was arraigned and judged to be first set in the pillory, um, then to be whipped by all the children and servants in Mansoul, and finally to be hanged until he was dead. A pillory, young people, you know what a pillory is? You've heard of stocks, right? Stocks are when you put your feet and your hands into this wooden thing that's like a yoke and your head, but that's when you're sitting down. A pillory is the same thing, but you're standing up. Um, I'm somewhere on here. Oh, so, some uh, middle of the paragraph. Some may wonder at the severity of this man's punishment. But those who are honest traders in Mansoul are sensible of the great abuse that one clipper of promises may do to the town of Mansoul in such a short time. And truly, my judgment is that all those of his name and life 
should be served even as he. So keep those promises of the Lord right up front because Clip Promise wants to take those away. He also apprehended carnal sense and put him in hold. Yet how it came about, I cannot tell, but he broke out of prison and made his escape. Yes, and the bold villain will not yet leave the town, but lurks in the Diabolonian dens during the day and by night haunts honest men's houses like a ghost. For this reason, there was a proclamation set up in the marketplace in Mansoul, signifying that whoever finds carnal sense and apprehend him and slay him should be admitted daily to the prince's table and should be made keeper of the treasure of Mansoul. Many therefore strained laboriously to do this thing, but, uh, but take him and slay him they could not, though often he was spotted." One of the big battles that we have is with our carnality. Our flesh rises up always. Always. <laughs> but, my Lord, uh, but my Lord took Mr. Wrong Thoughts of Christ, put him in prison, and he died there. Although it took, a long, took him a long time to expire, for he died of a lingering consumption. Self-love was also taken and committed to custody. But there were many that were allied to him in Mansoul, so his judgment was deferred. But at last, Mr. Self-Denial stood up and said, If such villains as these may be winked at in Mansoul, I will lay down my commission. He also took him uh, from the crowd, stood him among his soldiers, and there they beat his brains out till he died. But some in Mansoul murmured at that, though none dared speak plainly about it since Emmanuel was in town. But this brave act of Captain Self-Denial came to the prince's ears, so he sent for him and made him a lord in Mansoul. My Lord Wilby will also obtain great commendations from Emmanuel for what he had done for the town of Mansoul. Then my Lord Self-Denial took courage and set to pursue the Diabolonians with my Lord Wilbywill. And they took live by feeling, or excuse me, live by feeling. They took live by feeling and they took legal life and put them in hold until they died. But Mr. Unbelief was a nimble jack and a swift saucy fellow. Him they could never lay hold of, though they attempted to be continued. <laughs> 